0: They watched. They waited. Now their time has come. Out of the depths of space, the ultimate terror, moving, searching, destroying. From body to body, from life to life, from man to woman, changing, growing, burning for our life force. Hey everybody, it's the Cannon Cruisers, I'm J.D. And I'm Randy, and I'm a natural voyeur. And we're here today to talk to you about a movie called Life Force from 1985. So J.D., tell our good listeners what this movie's about. This movie is about a bunch of astronauts that find a disturbance in space, go and investigate it, and bring something horrific back to Earth or national treasure when it comes to uh, making plot synopsis that was barely the movie that was pretty much how it starts and I don't want to really talk about what happens after that because it's quite crazy okay so it's vampires from space come to earth it's a science fiction horror movie with fantastical elements
1: it's um very much a 1980s movie it's not something uh easy to describe yeah we got our little summary there so just to say a little bit on the cast there's not much like you have to really say. You have your main characters. Uh, Steve Railsbeck, whose name sounds familiar. I can't tell mm-hmm. you why, playing Colonel Tom Carlson, mm-hmm. who is important in that he found these, the life force. The, the life, no, actually, life force refers to what they feed on. I finds know. the thing that the script refers to as Space Girl, which is a space vampire. So at the beginning of the film, they find three vampires in space mm-hmm. in a giant phallic shaped uh, rocket ship hiding in the wake of Halley's Comet. They're all naked. He falls in love with her. Madness ensues. It's a it's a very Space Girl is played by Matilda May, uh, and you have Peter Firth playing Colonel Kane. I guess the other end a protagonist mm-hmm. of the film. Yeah, and you have Frank Finley in like I guess you want to say a supporting role of Hans Falada. Mm-hmm. Mostly, it's just them, just these guys looking throughout the movie trying to locate Space Girl before she brings death to humanity. There's also some guy called Patrick Stewart in the movie, I yeah, think. Yeah, Patrick Stewart, which I was about to get to before you said that. I never heard play, of him. plays a smaller role in the middle of the movie. Uh, and he plays a psychologist named Dr. Armstrong. Psychiatrist! And he looks exactly the same as he does nowadays. He is an ageless, ageless man. Jeez. So All with right. that, uh, here, listen to a clip from the trailer and see if you can understand the movie a little bit more.
0: From the director of Poltergeist and the writer of Alien comes a terrifying new film. I'm getting a very small radar cross-section. 150 miles long. EGR's confirmed. Tell them we have an artificial object out here. In the tale of Halley's Comet, there's something wrong. Something ancient. Something evil. Jesus. Houston, we have a problem. Something's
1: happening to me
0: that was the trailer all right randy let's
1: get into it let's talk about general impressions so this is where i have a little bit of an issue um a little inside baseball here this movie was has been proving quite difficult for us to get a hold of Mm -hmm. uh, which resulted in us watching of all things a cut of it on youtube and let me paint you a picture You have a star background, constantly moving and changing, and on the top right sorry top left hand side of the screen, in a very small section of the screen, you have the movie playing, Mm -hmm. and it's sped up, slightly sped up, slightly sped up, just enough to be noticeable, just enough to be noticeable. So there are points I, I I have some trouble keeping track of it. Because of all the distractions. So I don't really know how I feel about this movie yet. Mm. I feel that the suboptimal viewing experience has Campered affected me. Enjoyment? hampered my enjoyment of it, mm. yeah. It constantly uh. felt like there was something missing to me, like, plot-wise. That's probably why. I hope you got up several times.
0: But, uh, yeah, okay. My general impressions are that it's a very unique film. Because, as I said, it's uh, science fiction, it's horror, and it's got fantastical
1: elements all at the same time. So, is it as unique as podcast favorite Ninja 3 The Domination? It's better than Ninja 3 The Domination, I have to say that much. No, I wasn't going quality, I said the uniqueness, the weirdness of it. It's,
0: it's definitely a weird movie, this is... Because uh, up to this point, I think... It's based on an old, old uh, novel, too, so that probably contributes to it. Although I never read the, the the novel, which is called "This Space Vampires," it's not called "Life Force." Yeah, that's really all I can say generally about the movie is that it's a very unique experience. Um, it's well shot, it's well directed, it's well acted. It's um it's a good film, but uh, I'd rather just talk about highlights and lowlights because that's a lot easier to talk about than generally talking about this movie. Um, for highlights, I would have to say I like the um I like the uh, horror aspect of it. And I like the whole build-up to the monster, basically, because you're not told right off the bat what the monster is. It kind of they kind of go back in time at one point, actually twice. They go back in time twice to tell you what the monster is. And by
1: back in time, they means there's a flashback.
0: Yeah, because uh, the character tells you what happens, then he didn't tell you the whole story, so he has to tell
1: you uh, again and add more to it. It's um this is hard this is a hard film to talk about i thought it would be easier and part of it is the viewing experience because if your brain is moving so fast trying to like parse what you just saw and not just mm-hmm. because it's a weird film it's because of all these things that were like almost a sensory overload probably a movie we need to digest a little but since we're probably going to talk about it again at the end of the season we might as well just do it
0: now talk about fresh impressions so what, we, what would be your highlights of uh, this film
1: that's the thing is like right now I don't really have a highlight of them. I would say some of the uh, art direction is very good. Like some of the oh, some, yes. like the sets the we, were, really we're good. very good. Um, but in contrast, which is which I'm going to just jump straight to our low light here, some of the practical effects are not great <laughs> to say the least. There's the ghoul-like creatures that look really puppet-like and Really, really fake, and really t- takes you out of the film whenever you see them. And they use, and, and sometimes there's some really rubbery-looking people. Patrick Stewart transforming when he gets uh, gets the blood drained out of him. Mister, um, hmm. our, our friend Mister Finley at the end, as he as he monologues about having a connection to the the afterlife by as he's being fed on, and after he gets stabbed in the crotch, it looks like he he becomes a little bit rubbery as he gets ready to explode. It it just looked really. Yeah, the special effects obviously didn't go to that budget. They, they looked, uh, it looked really cheap, but not in the, that good way. And some of the horror really is lost, is I undercut by the, by the was, quality of the of those. I didn't have any
0: problem with the special effects. I thought No, no, fine. I didn't have
1: it in general. It's just the specific things of it didn't work because they looked too fake in comparison to the other stuff they were doing.
0: And my, my The only thing that stood out to me was the, the flashes of light kind of c- contrasted uh, too roughly with the actual, uh, the rest of the film. Uh, for low lights, um, well, other, other than her viewing experience, which probably would be the low light, I think it could have had one more scene at the end. Um, spoilers: he kills her with the sword, um, and himself with the sword at the end, just like he did with uh, the other guy did with the um, the one in the front before he ran into the uh, the cathedral, and that kills them, but. While well, it kills them and the souls all depart and all that and they go straight up, It just kind of, they just kind of fade into the um, the device at the top. I don't remember the name of it. And then it just, the credits just roll. And it should have been some sort of a, the thing either disappears or it kind of breaks up or something. It just kind of...
1: Oh, so that's your interpretation. What I understood it, it something... as is that... So this is so he stabs them while they're in the midst of coitus mm-hmm. um, and he and he kills both her and himself yeah. so they didn't blow up they ascended wholly to the ship so what act from my understanding of the movie is they stabbed he stabbed them, and then they died but mm-hmm. they were sharing each other's life force so mm-hmm. that point we had seen when the sword had stabbed the other ones where yeah. it turns red and then they blow up mm-hmm. the they turn it turned red briefly. At the point of contact. Mm -hmm. But then it immediately turned blue back. Mm -hmm. So I don't see them dying. I see them ascending back to the ship to... Because for some reason the the, the alien and the man had fallen in love at this point. And I see them returning to the ship
0: Mm -hmm. to
1: continue this journey that this lady was on. The space girl has been on to... I could see your point. I'm just saying. Uh, I need, don't see them as dead. You need, I see. You it needs a bit more of a capper than that. I see it more of a of an ending where nobody really wins at the end. It's, it's like, yeah, but they they, need... they go on. They're going to go on. Yeah, That's but needed... as a... Yeah, but they're not going to go on because the vampires are killed themselves and they were dying. That's why there were only three of them left. But but she, is... from what I can understand from what I saw, is that she's still alive at the end of the film. They, they don't blow up. Nothing happens. They fully ascend. They the redness fades away goes full blue, and they travel, return to the ship.
0: Yeah, but like I said, that you need a bit more closure than that, because it doesn't really say that. You have to infer that. Like I said, some sort of a statement from uh, the guy who survived at the end would have been something uh, to, to the effect. But it just kind of credits a role. But for me, I, that that's probably would have been it for me, because it's really hard to it's a hard movie to talk about. I don't really even know what else to say, other than um, what would you score this?
1: Well, right now, I'm scoring this a two. Really? But I can see that if I can get a better viewing experience of it, like actually watch it, actually understand what's going on, like without it being so um, overwhelming, Mm -hmm. it's like I could see myself giving this at least a three. But I can't tell until I see it. It's not the situation of my my other favorite movie in the world that I, it took me like twenty years to discuss, figure it out. It's just this is literally I just need to see it again, but I need to see it in a better condition. Mm-hmm. If there was an easier way of watching this film, you know you know what I mean. It's like mm-hmm. just a so when I see it, it's like it, 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 it looks like it was well directed. The acting doesn't seem bad. Like they said, it's just those some of the, the the stuff that visually pops out. Like, mm-hmm. there was those those some of the awful practical effects? But because the movie was sped up. Because For us. Because it was hard to see. Because of the constant movement around the periphery of it. Mm-hmm. I can't really say. It's, it's, it's hard for me to judge this movie based on that merit. But mm-hmm. from what I saw of it, what I could follow at this time, I give it a 2. Like I said, I could see myself going higher. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just need to actually be able to wo- properly watch the film. Well, my experience was uh, the same as yours, but I guess I had less
0: problems yeah. than you did. Because uh, I think I'd give this a 4. It's a movie I'm thinking about already and I'll probably be thinking about it again later. I don't know. Something about it really uh, really interested me. I'd like to see it again. I don't know what it is exactly about it, but um, I enjoyed what they were going for. I liked the acting. I liked the general story. I liked the uh, the science fiction and horror elements. And even though it was hard to watch because of what we were, how we were watching it, I still found myself uh, engrossed and interested, and I would definitely like to see this again. I think that's pretty much all we have to say about this movie, at least at this point. There's not really a whole lot else to say, especially considering we're still kind of uh, confused a little bit. So um, I guess we'll just because what,
1: what I because what I the plot doesn't seem that hard to follow. It's just the speed screws everything up we really don't have
0: anything else to say about this i mean we're just going to go in circles at this point yeah so um anyway we'll see you next time with a much clearer movie and uh a lot more of a straightforward opinion on it right force the terror has just
1: begun the mice.